0: I'm proud of the truckers and I stand with them the uh, they have reached a breaking point after two years of massive government overreach of a prime minister who insults and degrades anyone who disagrees with his heavy-handed approach uh, Canadians have finally had it and they're speaking up and they're not putting up with it anymore it's his fault though let's be honest if, if Canadians are being inconvenienced or uh, or in any way suffering from these protests, it is because J- Justin Trudeau made these protests happen and his intransigence is keeping the protests going.
1: There you go. That is uh, Pierre Polievre want to be leader of the Conservative Party. He supports the truckers um, and he's not backing down from this stance. And in the last couple of days, he's now added to... His narrative saying that he does not support blockades or disruptions, which was something he was very critical of in the rail blockades. Uh, So far, he is the front runner in a race where uh, he's so far running alone. We've heard uh, Tasha Keridan, who you hear on this station a lot, may jump in. Jean Charest's name has been floated. Peter McKay has kind of been, I think, poking around. But so far, it is Pierre Paulie Everest to win or lose be alone in. But he is the favorite of the base, no question about that. He'd be a burr under Mr. Trudeau's saddle, no question about that. The question is, can he actually be a leader? Can he get votes? It's one thing to win the leadership. It is completely different to run an election and win on that, which conservatives have not had much luck with. My next guest has been crunching the numbers, looking at the data, and says so far it's not adding up for Mr. Paulie ever. His name is Philippe Fournier. He is with 338 Canada, which uh, does polling based on opinion Polls uh, and looking at the electoral history of Canadian provinces and demographic data. Good to have you. Good morning, Ms. Pearson. Thanks for having me on. Well, I'm also demoting you because you're a professor. You do all sorts of stuff, and your title was one of those, it's too long, he does too many things, so I, I, uh, I'll, I'll cap it at that. Nonetheless, you have been crunching uh, the numbers and looking at the data, and he's got um, the support of the base, no question about it. Um, But when you look at the numbers, you don't necessarily see him as a winner when it comes to the electorate uh, as a whole.
0: Well, uh, we have to be careful, of course. As you know, polling does not predict the future. It describes the very recent past. Uh, The the numbers that we have are very preliminary, of course, because the race has just started to take over the CPC. Uh, however, yes, Pierre Poilievre is a hands-on favorite among conservative voters and probably amongst conservative members, although we don't have specific numbers on those. However, when we look at the general electorate, uh, there was a poll from Le Léger last week, a federal poll that tested uh, M. Poilievre as, as a CPC leader, and we see no significant movement. Now, we don't see any negative movement, but we don't see any positive mm-hmm. movement, especially in the places where the Conservatives absolutely need to improve to win the election, and that is Ontario and Quebec. So no significant movement so far, at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not even heading to an election right now at this point, not that we know of, and things can obviously change day to day in politics. As you well know, a day in politics is a lifetime. Having said that, um, I have heard from a number of people who I would never think I'd hear from, the leftiest of the left who are all very curious about Polly Ever. He has sparked some kind of curiosity and excitement with people. And so it really comes down to, should he win the leadership, of performance and what he offers. Um, I mean, it is very hard to break through in the 416 uh, for conservatives as well as, as areas of Quebec, but he's got very good French. And I guess it will come down to his performance and how, how much he can kind of sell his message.
0: Oh, absolutely! It is as you said. It's, it's very important to point out. And in the, in the province I live in, in Quebec, if you can't if you can't speak French. Uh, as fluently as let's say Mr. Harper did ten years ago, well, mm-hmm. you have no chance of making any gains. And Andrew Shear's French was <laughs> was not really good; it was hard to understand him in the debate. Mr. Otto was a bit improved, but it was not great. But I heard uh, Mr. Poiliev speak on Radio Canada, and he was very really mm-hmm. eloquent. And so, if mm-hmm. you're looking, okay. right, and that's coming from a
1: French person, so you're French Canadian. If you say, "Hey, yeah. he's eloquent," that's a pretty that's good right. start. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a good start. And the the Conservatives have ten seats in Quebec. However, when you look. At the map, the electoral map in Quebec, the CAQ is right of center, of François Legault. And so there are many CAQ voters that Mr. Poilier could try to invite into his party. And so we're talking about if he does well in Quebec, we're talking about not 12 or 15 states, but maybe 25 or 30. And that would be the, the road to win for the Conservatives. If they don't win anything in Quebec, it makes it really hard to... They, then that means they have to run the table in Ontario. That's what it means. And so Poilier yeah. has potential. But the numbers so far say it's lukewarm.
1: Yeah, and I was reading um, some stuff about the social conservatives. He doesn't necessarily have that locked down either because they know that they have a power Uh, now to be the upsetter, and some of them don't uh, like his views on things like right to life, uh, uh, abortion issues, um, right to die, those kinds of issues don't necessarily align with them, whether or not they can kind of put some water in their wine and and vote for him anyway. I mean, these are not issues he said he would bring up during an election, but again, he doesn't necessarily have a lock on any one particular part of the base.
0: That is true, and uh, we have to remember that in the 2017 and the 2020 campaigns for the CPC leadership. Uh, The favorite did not win. (laughs) The only one favorite was Maxime Bernier, and then it was uh, Peter McKay. And so they lost because most, you know, for many reasons, but one of them that they could not lock that social conservative vote. So Monsieur Poilier has a lot of charisma to show to those people, try to convince them to vote him for maybe a second or third choice. This is what Aaron O'Toole did very well in 2020. Of course, it did not translate into a win eventually, but he did win the leadership because he courted those voters.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of the people that um Pierre probably ever has been put up against would be Rona Ambrose and Doug Ford, who both have said, no, they're not interested in the job. Is there anyone um, else that you kind of heard from or found in your data that would be the person who a lot of people could kind of coalesce behind, even those who are very disenfranchised with the current, uh, you know, choosings of the true government?
0: That's a good question, uh, Ms. Pearson. I, you know, I think m- m- perhaps uh, Leslie Lewis could go back into the fold. I mean, she did yep. well in her first run in 2020. Uh, she did not win, but uh, she, you know, she did well mm-hmm. um, until the third round. Um, would, she, would, that be able, would she be able to win the leadership? It's a big stretch. Uh, but who else? I mean, we've heard about Jean Charret. I don't believe it one mm-hmm. bit. I, he could mm-hmm. probably get a few votes from the more progressive wing of the party, but uh, his path, he has a lot of skeleton in his closet. And so I don't yeah. see it like I, working for Huawei,
1: not Patrick. necessarily a selling point.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I heard about yeah. Patrick Brown. Uh, this is an interesting inter- option for the conservatives. I'm mm-hmm. not sure he would be interested necessarily, but I've heard uh, rumors that Patrick Brown could test the, the, the waters to see if his name uh, would be popular within the party.
1: Yeah, look, he uh, would do very well in the 905. I'm not so sure he's willing to give up uh, a a secure job uh, to run and try against Paulie ever. I guess it really depends on uh, what the polling internally says for him. Just before I let you go, Philippe, Evera has uh, attached himself to the trucking cause. He's put some distance with himself on it as far as the blockades and shutting down the parts of the economy. Um, this, I mean, leadership races are not the same as an election. And so, you know, there's a blurred line here of what the electorate will remember. But how damaging could that be to him?
0: Well, you can make sure that Justin Trudeau and the Liberals or whoever leading the Liberals will remind voters of yeah. you know, those, <laughs> uh, those early days in the, the convoy. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, you know, Pierre Poilier's first step is not to become prime minister. He has to, to lead the CPC. And that, that's what he has to focus on. So perhaps he was trying to appeal to the, to the more uh, intense wing or perhaps even try to woo some PPC voters, former conservative voters that went to Maxime Bernier. That would be a strategy. Uh, it's risky mm-hmm. for a general electorate, but right now his first focus has to be winning uh, the conservative race.
1: Interesting times, no question about it. Busy times. So we'll see what the magic numbers uh, shake up and tell us, uh, and we'll continue checking it. Thanks so much for your uh, insight into this. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me on. Have a great day.
1: You as well. That is uh, Philippe Fournier uh, with 338 Canada, who writes about this in uh, the latest Macleans. Uh, peace, uh, you know, a pathway to victory. It's one thing at the leadership level. It is completely different in running at a general election. And I don't think he'd actually be running against, against Trudeau. I think Trudeau would take a walk in the snow and then incoming would be Christian Freeland. But that's just my spidey senses kind of weighing in.